day highlight is Charm Etiquette School. Charm Etiquette School is an online platform catered to help your girls and boys learn the value of life. From fine dining etiquette to interviewing skills to even social skills, this platform will help your kids get to the next level. Currently, they're hosting their teenage interview training where your kids can learn the fundamentals of successfully nailing an interview. Want to know more? Reach out to its founder at immrhood at gmail.com. Have a business and want to be featured? Send us your information at withloveshadethepodcast at outlook.com and your business could be featured on our next episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of With Love Shay. I am your host, Shay. And today I have two special guests, Alondria and Akia, and they are known as Friends with Influence. Tonight, we are talking about one of my favorite episodes, one of my favorite topics, and that's friends, foe, or forever. Do we give too much too soon? Welcome, ladies. How are you? Hi. Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm well. I'm well. What's going on? Before we jump into the episode, I want to give you all the opportunity to talk about your podcast, Friends with Influence. So can you give the listeners a little bit about that? Okay. So Friends with Influence, basically, um, me and Akia have been best friends since we were in fifth grade. And Akia, she introduced podcasting, like, to me, basically just, you know, um, well, I'll let you speak on it, like, where you started with podcasts. But basically, our podcast is... uh, we created a safe space for people to come on our podcast or just to listen to us talk about things that are usually talk, talked about. Like we speak on uh, topics that are usually like judgmental topics, but it's like a judgment free zone on our podcast. So we just use it as a safe space for us and other people just to freely talk about stuff that's usually not talked about. Yes, and for me, uh, I decided we should start a podcast because um, me and Elandria have, like, very influential conversations, and we never really noticed how much we had in common until, like, once we got older, and I was like, I watched podcasts because I was in a state of, like, depression, and I would watch podcasts to, like, pull me out of my dark place, so mm-hmm. I, like, hit Elandria up one night, I'm like, we definitely should start a podcast because this is something that I feel like would be so inspirational. So we decided to start a podcast and we created created a safe space for us to vent and be vulnerable in ourselves. Like you said, free of judgment. I love it. I love it. And I love the fact that you said, you know, you started it or came up with the concept when you were in a dark place. That's very similar to how I started with Love Shay. Like the pandemic, 
I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm losing my mind. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? Yeah. And so that's good to hear that, you know, even in that dark moment, you were able to create something so great. So kudos to you ladies. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So tonight is another taboo topic. So this should be right up your alley. Friends, (laughs) so or forever, why we give too much too soon. What do y'all think about that? As ladies, do you feel like we give too much too soon? Most definitely. Me personally, just from experience, (laughs) I feel like women definitely give too much too soon. Absolutely. Akia, what about you? I feel the same way. Um, For sure. Me and Yonji have this conversation all the time. Like, how <laughs> we can get on a pace where it's like, we go at our own speed and, like, don't rush into certain things. Just, like, take your time and really just take it slow. Because sometimes you get too excited and mm-hmm. start moving too fast. And mm-hmm. it's, that's never good. <laughs> Now, do you think it's a thing where it's more so just the women or are there some men who also commit too soon? There are definitely lots of men who commit too soon. <laughs> there are, are you lots talking of men personal experience? <laughs> it's getting personal. <laughs> yeah, it may, it may be a little personal. But yeah, they definitely, there are some men that definitely, definitely commit too soon. I Why agree. I agree. I agree. You agree? That's it? That's what you was just pleat fifth and agree? Yeah, like, I agree because, but it's usually, when, when you, it's usually people, I feel like the guys that I've met that's mm-hmm. ready to commit too soon is never, like, somebody that you really want to talk to or somebody that you really, <laughs> you know, it's always, <laughs> maybe that's just me, but <laughs> it's always somebody that's like, hmm, maybe if you look questionable, a bit, yeah, you know, that's just yeah. me, though. That's no, <laughs> it's not just you. I've had that happen too, and I'm like, if you was just a little bit taller, a little bit darker, <laughs> you know, we could do something. But you ain't hitting the criteria, so I'm gonna have to bounce. <laughs> yeah. So no, I agree with you 100. percent 100. percent Now, with that being said, my next question is: Do you feel like because we're all women? Do you feel like women, we're trained, whether that's as a little girl, teenage, young adulthood, to really position ourselves to become wives early on? Or like, what are are your thoughts on that? I feel like we are positioned and trained to become wives early on. Like a lot, it's crazy because me and Nakia, we are 22, so we're still very young. And a lot of people always ask, like, how are we so mature for our age? But mm-hmm. that just that just comes with natural experience, like yeah. I feel like yeah we are. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to guess that because uh, when I think about it, I think about like I have siblings. I have one brother, so mm-hmm. like the way we were brought up is different. Like I feel like as a girl, your parents like teach you certain things or they instilling you certain things. But as a guy, it's like they could get away with so much more. So you kind of mm-hmm. like or instilled to act a certain way, to do a certain thing. Mm-hmm. But as a guy, they have, like, so much more freedom. So you grow up thinking, like, oh, if I do this, then they're going to call me this. Or if I – but if a guy do it, it's like, oh, that's that's cool. He could do that. He a boy, you know? So mm-hmm. that's how I kind of look at it, like, from experience, being, like, that I have a brother and how we yeah. grew up. 
Yeah. And see, I am the oldest, so I don't have a brother, but I have another sister. And like you said, as girls, my mom, she trained us to like be like ladylike, make sure that you position yourself, you know, be domesticated. And for mm -hmm. me in the moment, I'm just thinking, OK, this is what a, a young lady is supposed to do. But as I got older, I realized, dang, I was being conditioned at an early age to be a wife like my yeah. generations, my generations. That was their prized possession. Be a wife. And it's like, OK, yes, I want to be a wife, but I also want to be a boss. I mm -hmm. also want to get my education. So let's not make that the focal point. So I think you, you both brought up some very good points on that. Do you believe in the idea of casually dating? I do. Most definitely. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Alondria, what does that look like for you? I feel like it's not committing to one person because I feel like you can end up committing to one person without being in a, in a relationship. So it's mm -hmm. like, you know, just going on dates, like going on dates and it not being like a sexual relationship with that person. I mean, if you want to have sex with them, then that's okay. But it's just like just going on dates just meeting different people and seeing like filling out like who do you really like? Because most of the times like that falls back into females committing like too soon. They just meet one person and they focus on them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't really have to do that. Good point. Akita. We talk about that. Uh, I do believe in uh, casually dating. Uh, we talk about that all the time on Prince Influence. How like, as a when you're like single, I feel as if you should casually date. Like you don't have to commit to anybody. You do what you want to do when you're single. So that means talk to how many, however many people you want to talk to. That's your business. Don't let <laughs> nobody, don't let nobody make you feel bad for like doing whatever it is that you want to do because you're single. If you don't like it make me want to commit like do something about it so that I'm you know I'm not out here casually dating but I do I feel like that's important like keep your options open until you find somebody that meets all of the criteria that you have for your for your spouse or somebody you're looking to date I love that now I will say I personally don't do that because I'm just like oh my gosh that's too much. I got to keep up all of that. <laughs> like, that's a lot. Like, I, I, I look, my hat's off to y'all that do it. But I'm just like, for me, I, first of all, I feel like I tell on myself, like, oh, I'm talking to this person. That, that's going to get me jammed up. So I ain't trying to do that. But I do think it's important, though, like you said, to have options, you know, Make the choice that feels right to you and not feel obligated. So I do agree with that. I guess whenever I think about like casually dating, it's like strictly just a date, like nothing more, nothing less. Mm -hmm. Like we go on a date, we have a conversation there mm -hmm. and like you determine on the date if it's going to be another date, not like, you know, like have a conversation outside of that. Cause that's when stuff gets like, you know, Serious. Too much. <laughs> but listen, though, what, is, what about this? Like, okay, I'm casually dating A. We out. We doing our thing. Whatever, whatever. If you know, everything now has to be on social media. We take a picture. B sees me like, we were supposed to go out next weekend. What do you think about that? Like, that happens. <laughs> Don't take no pictures. <laughs> no pictures? <laughs> Don't take no pictures. You are. Is there evidence? See, I told y'all I'm not That's good at it. 
Yeah. <laughs> now, you can take a picture, but keep it in your phone. Okay. School me, because I've been, see, I told y'all, caught. They're like, wait a minute. What? Like, oh, you know, whatever. That's my cousin. And that's what they say. That's my cousin. That's my friend. <laughs> no, you, you take a picture. Keep it sitting in a group chat, send it to your friends, but never post it until it's official. All right. Okay. So my casual day in ladies and gents, don't post it. You're going to get filmed <laughs> up. And don't blame Shay for it. <laughs> okay. So next question is, what are some healthy relationship models that you saw or that you're seeing as you're growing up? I mean, you're, you're grown now, but like, Little girls, little Alondria, little Akia, what are some healthy relationship models that you saw? Um, in my household, my mom, well, my mama got married when I was four. So that was like a direct like relationship that I saw growing up. I mean, like marriages aren't gonna be perfect, but right. I would say that's that's one that I saw. And how has that shaped how you look at relationships? Um I I don't know. Like it's different. It changes the more that I am understanding of things. But like, mm-hmm. I want to be a wife. I always say like, mm-hmm. I was happy that I was able to be raised by someone that was a wife. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, yeah. for me, my parents were married. Um when I when I was born and they divorced when I was in like second grade but the one thing that I loved about my parents relationship is that they were high school sweethearts so Mm -hmm. their friendship was like super solid and even though like it didn't work out for them they remained friends and it was never like drama or like it was like a healthy relationship like they walked away because it didn't work but Mm -hmm. it didn't like shape how they seen each other like their friendship was solid so it just helps me like understand that um, like love does exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and just because it doesn't work out doesn't mean like y'all have to hate each other or, um, y'all, you know, it has to be like any type of beef because they're still friends to this day. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm very similar to like you. So my parents did not marry when I was young, but they got married when I was a teenager, which was weird. Like, okay, whatever. But they were married. <laughs> and so for me, I saw that, you know, so I saw like the partnership, I saw the working together. And I always was like, I don't want to be a single parent because I saw that too. And I saw the difference in the dynamic, like, life was so much easier when it was two people. So I've always said, okay, for me, healthy means two. And I, so I, I'm like you, Alondria, like wife, that's the next, you know, I got to do that. Like there's no other option. So that's good that you all have those healthy role models. And so again, we kind of talked about it in the last question, but what are your views on marriage and what are like some non-negotiables for you if you were married? My views on marriage is in this in this generation, I feel like marriage is not a big deal anymore. But to me, mm-hmm. I definitely still want to be a wife. I want my kids to be raised in a two-parent household. Mm-hmm. Um, non-negotiables is cheating. Like I guess when whenever you get married, people like say you have to you have to be able to deal with a lot, but cheating is a non-negotiable for me. It's like it's a wrap after that yeah yeah 
But you're married, so would you just throw your whole marriage away because someone cheated? Most definitely. Most definitely. Okay, so you solid. <laughs> it's a it's a solid no for you. <laughs> it's like change. I don't know. I don't think it'll ever change, and I don't want to say that. But mm-hmm. maybe I'll have a different outlook. I'm not gonna say maybe like it'll change because no. But maybe I'll have a different outlook. But yeah, nah. Okay. Hey, I'm here for it. <laughs> for me, uh, I do believe in marriage. I think marriage is beautiful when it's real. Like, I believe in love. So, obviously, yeah, I want that um, mm-hmm. when the time is right. And I do believe in, like, raising your kids in, like, a two-parent household because that's healthy. And it's a difference when um, you can see difference in people when they're raised in like two parent households and mm-hmm. those of us who were like had single parent households, you know, or people mm-hmm. who had the single parent household and had both. So um, mm-hmm. I definitely believe in it. Some non-negotiables for me would definitely be a uh, lack of communication, lying and cheating. Mm. Those are all good. Yeah, yeah, that's all good. So if you were married, Akia, and your husband, you know he lying, but he's just like, no, baby, I'm telling the truth. Is that a no for you? Like, is the marriage over? Or if it's constantly, yeah, I mean, we human, so you know, you go lie every now and then. But yeah. if you if you're just like a, a just a liar, like you lie about everything, and it's to the it's to the point where I can't trust you at all, then mm-hmm. yeah, it's a no. Yeah, I agree with you both. I I definitely feel like lying and cheating, it can definitely be a non-negotiable. I like to think I could compromise. So maybe once, okay, you slipped up, but two, three, four. Yeah, let me go ahead and and sign the papers because we done. You gotta go. You gotta go. (laughs) I'm gonna have to just chuck the deuces because for what? (laughs) So yeah, yeah, no. no, I agree with you all on that. So my next question is one that I think a lot of times we as women don't really consider, but I think we should. Can we date someone and not want to marry them? And is that okay? Yeah. Um, I would say, <laughs> I would say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do feel like everybody that comes into your life is not permanent. So mm-hmm. some people that you get into a relationship like now, it's it's a chance that I could date somebody and like that's my husband at 22 but it's like I don't I me personally I feel like that's rare like I feel like the person that I may date now may not be long term so I could be dating them it's not you know you don't really go into the relationship thinking like oh it's gonna end but you know like oh this is not my husband Mm -hmm. we get that gut feeling right like you get Mm -hmm. that feeling like uh I'm going to let it rock, but I know this ain't it. <laughs> yeah, because I've definitely been in situations like that. Like, you talking to somebody and you know for sure, like, mm, this is definitely not going to last for long, but it's fun for now. So mm-hmm. we just go, we just go have some fun. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely feel like you can date somebody and, like, marriage is not even on the list of things to do. Like, sometimes you just need to have a little fun, let your hair down, you know, do you. <laughs> not a little <laughs> Not let your hair down because I'm messing up. <laughs> look, I'm not with a little bit of hair, but I don't know. We can let it down. No, but for real, seriously, on the other end of that spectrum, though, what if you meet someone and you are like head over heels with this person? Like, 
you love this person to death, but you still don't want to get married. Is that okay? Yes. It's okay uh, with a conversation. Yeah, because both of y'all have to be understanding of that because some people get into relationships and it's like one person is ready to get married and then the other person is just not ready yet. So mm -hmm. that's like a conversation that is mandatory when mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, because no, don't. That's that's like a tough situation to be proposed to and you're not ready. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. I can only imagine. <laughs> that would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really bad. So I mentioned this earlier at the top of the episode, but I want to come back to it. Do you think men are slower to commit than women? And if so, why or why not? <laughs> I get... I guess it depends on the guy because some they commit very fast and some mm -hmm. rare mm -hmm. they commit slow. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I would say all guys commit slow, but do they move faster than women? Yeah. In what ways? Sexual ways. Yeah. 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 I think uh, the difference between men and women that I found out is like women, we're able to take a lot of stuff. So we can be, we can get like heartbreak, heartbroken from one situation and go into the next situation ready. Mm -hmm. But a man, if he's like heartbroken, he's going to bring all that bag and be like, well, I can't do this. I can't trust you because I got hurt when I was 13 and he's 25 now. Like, let it go, <laughs> you know? I feel like that's the biggest difference between yeah. like women and men. Like men hold on to a lot of stuff. So they, they push themselves to like not commit because of their past. When a woman, like if she mm -hmm. likes you enough, she yeah, like she's going to commit and she's going to commit to you. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I would, I would agree with that 100%. Now with that being said, we've talked about giving too much too soon. Do you think men give more emotionally too soon or financially? Financially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Financially. A lot of times and we have to break bread soon to prove that he's interested. Mm -hmm. Like as a woman, we don't really want to talk to a man that's not like, you know, taking us on dates, not spending no money. Like we want to see mm -hmm. what that side be like before we actually like, okay, he like me. So I feel mm -hmm. like we as women like put that perspective out there. Like if you spend money on me, then that's showing me that you care for me. Mm -hmm. So just, I feel like they have to prove they financially first. Yeah, we just talked about that on our last episode. Basically how like relationships now are more materialistic in a way. Mm -hmm. So that falls back on, yeah, they they have to they have to give in more financially first. They don't have to, but that's I feel like that's how it is. Yeah, I would agree with that. I I um feel like you all are much younger than me. Let me just go ahead and say that. Y'all are much younger than me. But I do feel like this generation now, like you said, is all about show and tell. So show me that you like me by what you can get for me. And while Ooh. sometimes that could be okay, realistically, it creates a whole nother issue. Because it's like, do you really like me or what I can give you? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I agree with you all on that. So my next question for you all is, do you feel like it diminishes our chances of being a wife if we do 
wifely duties so early on as a girlfriend? And have you been guilty of that? Because I know I have. I don't feel like it diminishes your chances. Okay. I feel like I'm on the fence with that. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like I have been in situations where I don't, I wouldn't say wife duties, but yeah, I guess it depends on, I guess it depends on like what, what do you consider wife duties? Yeah. I was going to say, let's start there. So what is a wifely duty for you? What would you consider a wifely duty? Mm. <laughs> okay. Cause some people, some people consider wifely duties. Like I've heard people say, like you shouldn't cook for a man that's not like you shouldn't cook for a man that's not your man. Like that's like, like wifely. But at the end of the day, if we hungry and we in the kitchen, <laughs> like let's just cook. Like that has nothing to do with. So I just feel like personally, no, I don't think it. I, I don't. I don't see it as being that because at the end of the day, if you naturally a that's not those things are going to come natural to you like it's not yeah it's not something you think about so mm-hmm. it's not even about that everybody not going to see you as a wife anyway so right. i don't i don't think so that's a good point now that is a good point because you can do everything and anything and they still be like okay um i'm not going to marry you right yeah so mm, i i don't think so and that's why whenever people say stuff like that it's I always have the question of where do you dif- differentiate a girlfriend from a fiance from a wife? Because when, how do you know, like, you want this female to be your wife or she's your girlfriend if she's not doing wife things? Right, right. I think that's just an, like a traditional way of thinking. Like, you know, we were raised and again, like we said, we were conditioned. So it's like, okay, you can do this, but don't do all of this because you're not going to get a ring. And, I'm just like, whatever. Like, like <laughs> yeah. how, how am I going to know if this is going to be a good fit if you don't show me that I can trust you with my finances? You don't show me that you can feed me if we hungry. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. So that is a good point. Let's see. Yeah, that was one of the things that I was going to say, like, about the cookie. Like, if you're hungry, <laughs> let's go cook. It's fine. Yes, especially yeah, with the money. Everything is expensive now. I'm like, let me cook. And I, I cook too. Cooking is like my love language. Like, if I love you for real, for real, let me cook you something because you're going you gonna to feel it. Like, so, yeah, I think that's crazy. But some people do say that. Like, you shouldn't cook for a man if he's not your husband. Well, you shouldn't clean. You shouldn't clean up after a man if he's not your husband. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, be dirty and hungry. <laughs> dirty and hungry. He, he definitely not marrying me now. Definitely. Uh, not. You got him out here dirty and hungry. It's a wrap. <laughs> no, crazy. Do you do you think having kids before marriage lessens your chances of getting a wife or a husband? Because that's another thing that we hear as far as our generation. You got all these kids, he ain't gonna marry you. Do you think that's true? No, absolutely not. Yeah, no. I think you have to find or you have to find a person that's because some people like kids, some people like you know what I'm saying. So I feel like it's what the man see like. Who's to say? You said you have kids. I don't have kids. We could be talking to the same man. He like, well, I like her better. 
because she's mm-hmm. like, you know, she's more genuine. She cook more, you know, she's more of a wife than me. So I feel like it's mm-hmm. like what the man sees and if he's ready for that. So I think it all goes back to like a conversation. I don't think it lessens your chances of being married though. Now for you, you know, you don't have kids. So let's reverse that. You don't have kids. You meet a man with four children. Would you be like, oh no, I can't marry him. He got too many kids. Yeah, it's a no for me. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four that's, is that's, like a big number. That's a that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I went extreme with it, but I just wanted to see. <laughs> I just wanted to see your thought but process. I did. I did go extreme. That's a that's a good example though, because it's females that will have four kids and they be maybe looking for a husband, and it's like, is a guy gonna want to marry a woman who has four kids? That's right. something that's like, you know. And I love kids, but I just feel like sometimes with a man. And, a, and a, somebody like he's been in a relationship. Four kids just too much. But I was going to say, it's usually not even the kids or that whole situation. It's usually like the baby mama and the drama that comes behind it. So yeah. I would just rather my man to be like, no kids like me. Or something yeah. like that. that makes sense. That makes sense. So why do we give so much of ourselves with little or no commitment? Me personally, I'm a natural giver. So it's so hard for me to not be that person. Like, it's so hard for me to create a boundary when I'm learning to do that now because I've realized that sometimes it could be a downfall for me, but I'm a natural giver. Like, that's just me as a person. Mm-hmm. So I would say, like, that's what I could say for myself. For other people, I don't, I don't really know. Like, for females, females, for example, I For guess me, that could kind of fall just... back into oh, go ahead. no go. Oh, females being like natural nurturers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's a good point. Uh for me, I think it's just I don't know. I feel like I got these like fence up around me. So when I let you in, it's like I trust you so much that I want to give to you because mm-hmm. it takes a lot to even get in my space, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like once I let you in, I trust you, and I just, I just want to give because of it. Because it's hard to like get in my space. So mm-hmm. I think that's what it is for me. Yeah, I think like you all said, a lot of females do just that. You know, we're natural nurturers. We love hard, especially you know, black women. We give our all to our to everybody, and so naturally, it makes sense to give. Because like you said, Akia, you once you're in my space, I trust you. Like so now I have to love you. I have to commit to you because I can trust you. But yeah, I do think sometimes we can't overgive with a little no no commitment and we're okay with it. And that's where the boundaries need to be. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. So what are some commitment red flags you've seen or you've experienced in a relationship? Um Lack of communication. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say sometimes like overcommitment, like moving too fast. Mm-hmm. That's like a red flag that I'm like starting to notice, even like within myself or other people, like moving too fast is one. Um, let me think. Kia, you go. 
Um, okay. My mom um, so mine <laughs> would definitely be communication because I've come such a long way. At first, I would shut down instead of communicating. So mm-hmm. now that I'm like, I'm open to communicating, if I tell you like about my past, how I used to shut down and like now I'm able to communicate and I tell you this and you mm-hmm. decide like, and you tell me like, okay, I'm a communicator too, but then you go back on it and you don't communicate and you shut down. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're triggering my past. So that's like, no, we can't, we can't continue because now you're going to make me revert back to shutting down when I've come like such a long way from that. Mm-hmm. Um also like where I am like the space that I'm in I feel like I want to move slow and I want to take my time because I'm learning myself and I'm getting to know myself Mm -hmm. so I let that be known in the beginning and like if you're trying to move too fast or you're making me like um feel like I'm moving too slow then that's a red flag for me because I feel like now it's about my own timing Mm -hmm. because it took me a long time to get to this space where I respect my own timing Yes, that's good. That's good. I like both of those answers. And similar to you all, some commitment red flags for me is inconsistency. I don't like not knowing what's going on. Like, it could be that I'm type A, but don't tell me that you're going to be doing something and then you don't do it. Or don't say, you know, I want to do this with you. And then when the time comes, it's not planned. So inconsistency is huge. And like you all said, communication is definitely key for sure. Big on the uh, consistency too, because that's a big deal. Like yeah, I feel like a lot of times when you meet guys, they start something that they cannot finish, mm-hmm. but it's so they can reel you in. Mm-hmm. And then like once you get with them, you're expecting this one thing and they can't even like do it because that's not who they were in the first place. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a big no, no. Cause I'm thinking, um, you could have just kept it real. Like, don't try to gas me. Let's just put it out there. Like I like it, but if you don't continue to do it now, I'm mad. So you should have just said, I can't do it in the first place. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, yeah. So my last question for you all is, do you have any advice for men or women who are currently in this overgiving stage? Like what would you say to those people? My advice to them would definitely be to create a boundary because that can be like a bad thing in many situations, just from personal experience of like overgiving too soon, for sure, create boundaries and just move at a pace that's good for you. Mm-hmm. I like those. Good. Kia. Um, I was, you took my words. Um, <laughs> I would say definitely, uh, take, take take your time like with yourself like I would say personally get to know yourself and know like okay what am I giving too much of like pinpoint those things so that when you go into your next situation you know exactly what you need to take your time on because I feel like sometimes we give and we don't really even realize what we're doing it's just like so natural so I would say get to know yourself personally and like take your time with yourself move at your own time for sure. those, are, those are good. I like all of those. And so we are at the end of our episode. Thank you, ladies, so much. You both have been great. You're so for welcome. the people, thank you. thank you. Thank you so much. So for the people that want to follow you or tune into your podcast, how can they reach you? Okay. So on Facebook and YouTube, we are friends W backslash influence. And then on Instagram, it's Kia. You can say the Instagram. 
It's friends with a W influence. Everything is all together. And you can also email us for bookings and collabs at friendswithinfluence at gmail.com. Perfect. Do you all have anything coming up here in the near future that you're working on? Definitely can look out for some collabs. And we drop episodes every single Thursday at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock Eastern? Yes. Perfect. Perfect. So y'all heard it. Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern. You got two podcasts to listen to. Thank you, ladies, so much. I enjoyed you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. I hope you enjoyed the episode tonight. We covered so much in just a short amount of time. We talked about casually dating. We talked about men and women and their failure to commit. We even discussed the idea of giving of ourselves too soon with hopes of marriage. If you haven't learned anything from the episode, I hope that you take away this. Only give what you can give in a relationship. And when there's nothing left to give, it's time to walk away. With love, Shay. Mwah. You were tuning in to your favorite show. Love Shay, but she gotta go. Catch her every Sunday at the same time. Catch her every Sunday at the same time. You were tuning in.